Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50's weekly volatility wrap-up with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, um, today, market is down. It's been, really been no change. So we're down 25% in Australia. 25%, yep. And in America, uh, down 15%. Yep. So, look, this, this reminds me of the void and mage of the English East India Company. Back in 1601. <laughs> so, this will be good. You said you had an analogy, and I'm I'm confused as to how you're gonna how you're gonna get from where the market is right now to the maiden voyage of the East Orion East India Company. So, off you go, mate. Well, what happened? What happened was the they were all excited. They formed this new company. Yeah. That um, later went on to be one of the most dominant companies in the world at that time. But yeah. um. They're very excited because they wanted to get that maiden voyage going to the East Indies to um, yep. to bring back some nutmeg and, and yep. pepper and all different types of spices. So they actually uh, they leased a ship, set sail, and got just off the coast of Dover yeah. uh, before they just sat there for five weeks <laughs> because there was no wind in the sails. And I feel a little <laughs> bit like that now as well. So for the last five weeks, <laughs> yeah, we've had um, we've had actually it was three weeks that we sat there, but yeah, yeah. I, I just had to make it fit in the story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The last five weeks, we yeah. have if we go back five weeks ago, uh, was the ninth of April, yeah, and every week after that it was twenty five percent down, then it was twenty three percent down, a week later twenty seven percent down. Yeah. Then twenty seven percent, and again, then twenty four percent down, then and now twenty five percent down. So, so yeah. basically, we we have no wind in our sails, um, <laughs> and we've <laughs> well. So well, this really because... should be a five minute podcast. We say that all yeah. the time. It's it's interesting you say that because if you thought of a time, and, and you know, we we spoke about this at great length in in pretty much every every week for the last few weeks, is that. If you follow the headlines or the economic data, there's been so much happen in the last five weeks, really. Like, it's been up and down. You know, there's been, I guess, emotionally, as a, as a whole country, as, a, as the world, we've been, you know, gone from optimism to pessimism to the world's, you know, there's going to be a billion people died and there's going to be no one. It's going to all a bit of a, um, you know, much to do about nothing. So you go, there's, there's been a lot of news in the last five weeks the price volatility has been sort of non-existent really. Yeah. Look, it, it hasn't been, it hasn't been volatile and um, look, markets will do that because coming out isn't sorry, unexpected. Sorry, you just broke up. Say that again. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, what I was going to say is yeah, there hasn't been plenty of news and there's been plenty of bad news, but it hasn't been unexpected, unexpected. news or it obviously yeah. hasn't been unexpected yeah. from the market's consideration yeah. because, because, yeah. Markets will react on unexpected yeah. news, so they'll either yes. go up 
in a yeah. hurry or they'll come back in a hurry on unexpected yeah. news. So, yeah. so yeah. you know, um, on the downside, if yeah. something gets released that just comes from left field and no yeah. one saw that coming and, um, yeah, yeah what, whatever, whatever that could be, um, yeah. then you'll see the market likely yeah, drop react to sharply yeah. react well, this, to that. This is like, and, I think it was a few weeks ago now that the, the US had the, the unemployment numbers came out and it was, you know, 3.3 million people had become unemployed in the last month, which was the, the hugest, you know, the biggest amount ever on record. And the next, and, and that day on that news, the market went up. And so obviously the consensus was that the unemployment numbers were going to be more than $3 million. And so when that data came out, it was bizarre to watch that you know, horrific economic news come out and then go, oh yeah, the market's up 2% for that day. It was just a strange experience, but that's exactly what you're saying is that news, that news came out, but it wasn't unexpected news. And because of that, it was already priced in. And so in fact, it was unexpected the other way. So the price reacted differently to what you would, what you would predict. Yeah, and you'll see that on the upside as well. So you'll see yeah. sometimes news will come out that's, that suggests for whatever reason that this thing's going to be over faster than it really will be uh, or yeah. sorry, be yeah. over faster than it was expected to be or for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Um, things are going to be a little bit better than what was expected. Yeah. You'll see the price push up. Um, yeah. At the yeah. moment, though, in the last five weeks, it's just been yeah. it's it's yeah. it's just but there's just been no win. So like the yeah. the yeah. maiden voyage of the English yeah. East India Company, there was just no win. They sat there off Dover yeah. Yeah. for um, five weeks. Uh, yeah, well, uh, and, well, and didn't move anywhere. And they had uh, they were all excited to get to um, to Indonesia, of course, to to, <laughs> to trade some spices. So yeah, um, I, I, it's interesting because we were talking about. Something yesterday, and, and a point that I sort of wanted to touch on in, in our CNR wrap up of this was that we started to speak about what we've talked about each week here. Really, has been the the price of those companies, and we've gone into a fair bit of depth about how that that's you know what you're really looking at is the price that someone's willing to pay for for a share in one of these companies. But when we when we're looking at uh, movement. What, why I guess the, why the, that movement probably hasn't been as great in the last five weeks is that the underlying thing here, like a, a, a terminology that is used a lot in investing is price to earnings ratio. So it's basically saying the earnings that a company will make uh, as, a, as a multiple of the amount of times of that that you have to pay to buy shares in that company. So what I think is, is kind of seems to be happening at the moment is the if you look at the earnings of a company, and, and we touched on this briefly, there's going to there's going to be some there's going to be some economic loss. There's going to be some hardship, you know, over the next year or two, or, you know, however long it takes to recover from this. But but that's you know, if you're buying shares in a in in one of our big banks in Australia, you, you have to look at those earnings over the course of the next thirty years. So all of the all of the news that's come out in the last sort of five weeks, I don't think that any of that has really impacted what people think will happen in those companies in, in five years time or 10 years time. I think that whether you're bullish or bearish on the impact of coronavirus on our economy in, in Australia, I don't think that anyone's trying to suggest that NAB or CBA or any of these other companies, I don't think that anyone's going to, trying to suggest that they're going to be more or less profitable in 10 years time based on the news that's coming out week to week. And so if you look at, you know, you're buying shares in, in, in NAB, you're buying a part of their, their profits for the next, you know, 
say 20, 30 years, if you, if you assume that they're going to be around for at least that long, whether, whether their earnings are up or down in this next year, it really starts to have less of an impact when you look at it that way. So if you go, oh, oh, you know, NAB's going to make these profits this year, whether it's more than that or less than that, in five years' time, if you think, well, we're eventually going to get over this and we're going to get back to how things were, it kind of makes sense that there's not that much volatility in the short term. If, if that, you know, that was just something that I was thinking about yesterday when we were talking about price-to-earnings ratio, where you go, it, it kind of ties in, but then once, it's, once you've sort of, like you say, the market has digested the short-term news, it, it's already priced in. It, it doesn't, it's, it's then not affecting what do I think the earnings are likely to be in five years, ten years, so years time. Obviously, earnings, earnings go down. Um, yeah. However, the assets, the asset yeah. base that a company owns, and, and we're talking collectively here. Um, we're not yeah. talking about individual companies necessarily, but we're talking collectively. So, you know, the supermarkets that Woolworths own, the banks that NAB owns, the banks that yeah. CBA owns, um, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, um, basically go through every single yeah. industry and sector. So, so the asset base doesn't, what, what drops yeah. in the short term for some of these companies is that, yeah. is that the level of, that people are consuming their core service or product goes yeah. down. Yeah. However, um, the way that I like to think of it, because oftentimes you hear reports, so many billions been lost, so many trillions been lost, but yeah. The last time that I checked, no one was raking cash up and setting fire to it. So yeah. um, it, it's it's not lost. It just goes into hiding for a while. Yeah. And yeah. if you look at that across the population of Australia, for example, um, yeah, um, people people money will go into hiding for a period of time. So people will tighten their belt. They'll save yeah. money. Um, now that doesn't get spent on those companies' core product or services for that period of time however the money does not disappear it actually yeah. sits in people's bank accounts um, yeah what happens is when they're confident again to spend that money or they yeah. can physically go out and, yeah. and go to a restaurant or go to a pub yeah, yeah. and spend that money yeah. um, they they spend that money now they, they, they actually they bring more ammo to the fight because yeah what they have yeah is they've had all these savings that they've actually put it. And, and, you know, people, um, we don't want to get bogged down on the minutiae here because people yeah. listening to this may argue with me and say, okay, well, what if you don't have yeah. a job? Well, that's, well that's, there's arguments for su- supply versus, you know, supply we're demand talking, versus... We're yeah. talking yeah. collectively across the board. Yeah. Um, so money will go into hiding for a period of time, but then it comes out. Now, now when it comes out, what you find is that the profits of or the earnings uh, or the profits of those companies... They springboard back fairly quickly because yep. they have the same asset base. So they actually yes. have the same yep. asset base. Yeah. Uh, they have the same product base. They have the same service base. Yeah. It 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 remains for a period of time, but it actually just springs back into action. So that's that's what you can see. That's what yep. you do see um, when recoveries occur. They 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 happen quickly very often because of that reason. Yeah. Well, and that's I, I heard a great um, like. A comparison the other day about the the economic impact of of coronavirus and and why it's I guess probably surprising for a lot of people that there's less volatility now that that you know the sudden movement has happened we've all sort of reacted to that and now there seems to be less movement it's as you say those assets are not disappearing and so if you compare the you know a pandemic to something like a, a you know the world war during world war there was huge amounts of uh, there, there was a lot more volatility and um, 
asset bases were either were changing a lot, if that makes sense. So you, you, you say mm. your example of your banks, banks were actually getting bombed and uh, people who worked in those banks were, you know, the people who were bankers were, were dying in, in great numbers in, in mm. those sorts of most productive years. What you're having with this, with the coronavirus thing, is that those assets are not disappearing. So like, if you look at all of the restaurants and all the pubs in the show, they're not, they're not, no one's setting fire to them. You know, that asset still exists. It's still got a kitchen there. It's still got all the, the furniture. The minute we can turn the lights back on, yeah, again, the, you, you get bogged down in, in the demand of, well, do people have income to spend the rest of it? But the asset itself has not disappeared. So whether it's a restaurant around the corner from you or a NAB branch down the street or a gold mine in Charles Towers, those assets still exist. It's really just a matter of when will those earnings get, get back online and get back to where they were. But as a, as a percentage of the, the lifetime of that asset, you know, if you, if you own a restaurant for 30 years and you have six months of downtime, it's, it's normally, it shouldn't really fluctuate your price that much because you've, you've got 30 years worth of earnings that's got to tie into it. Yeah. Look, and, and that's what inevitably happens. So, so life does get back on track yeah. and um, right at the red hot moment when people are in whatever is causing, uh, you know, the value of their superannuation funds to drop. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just can't, they just can't, they extrapolate too much and they say yeah. the world is ending. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, I have to get out now. I have to get out now. Yeah. Um, this thing is going to zero because they really don't understand it. Yeah. Um, they understand that their house can't go to zero because yes. there will be some floor there where someone will want that. Um, yeah. The price might drop, uh, yeah. which a lot of people don't understand either, but the price yeah. might drop from $700,000 to 500000 Someone will step that up when yeah. it gets low enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's and, kind and of they what, don't we, understand what we've that, seen. That, that actually what, that's what happens with the great companies of Australia and the world as well. Yeah. So, so the price that, will drop, but yeah. someone will snap that up at some stage yeah. when it drops yeah. low enough because they'll see value in that. Yeah. And they'll see value in that as a discount. So um, yeah. people, people, people make a mistake where they think they over extrapolate and, yeah. and think this is on its way down. If you look at the last week's worth of returns, it was negative. Twenty yeah. percent, for example. Uh, oh my yeah. god! If, if we if we if we tackle another, another four week. weeks of this, yeah, we're at um, zero. We're at zero. So, yeah. so that's where they, they they tend to panic. But yeah. um, but certainly the asset bases are there. Um, yeah. Just as the just as just as your family home, it's an yeah. asset base. It will drop to a certain level. Uh, yeah. Someone will come in and snap that up. The lower it drops, because they'll see. This is a real good value here. I can get something that may be worth seven hundred thousand dollars again. Um, yeah. I can get it now for five hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to jump in and buy it before someone else does. That's yeah. what you see when the markets drop by twenty five percent and fifteen percent, respectively. Well, they drop way further, and then they and they have a small yeah. rebound. Come back to that. It's yeah. because people are coming in and, and really seeing. Okay, um, yeah. there's a tremendous opportunity here to actually yeah. buy for a discount. So yeah. That's that's so, a, that's yeah. I think that's a a, a good uh, a good analogy and, and a good uh, good way to wrap up. As you say, our weekly our weekly updates that uh, that are have been fairly consistent over the last five weeks. Is that's kind of where things are sitting. We, we've there's been a there's been exactly that. There's been some panic, and then there's been some sort of realization of maybe this this isn't going to be the end of the world. And this is where there's been some buying come in and bring that price back up. And now things are sort of sitting there waiting to see what happens. So 
really, who knows what will happen next with price movements, but I guess that's the important thing to, the, the point for most people to, to, to think about is that there, there are these underlying assets, there are these underlying companies making profits and, and that's what you own a part of and that's the important thing to, to keep in mind. Yeah, and we talked about this before and to our listeners, um, what we were going to do is we're actually going to put this Saturday morning podcast on a hold for a period yeah. of time. Only because uh, we just, like, as as we discussed before, we just don't have no wind in ourselves at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, it, well, it's we're, kind we're, of one of those things. I think the, the point of what we've tried to do over the last uh, month or five weeks whatever, is, is to... Uh, I guess be a bit of a voice of reason um, when things are very emotional and, and uh, then, and there is a probably the, the, the know, entire of point of this, yeah, yeah. The entire point of this Saturday morning, you spot on there Dallas because we can lose sight of that. Yeah. Um, we aren't market commentators at all yeah. and yeah. it makes no difference. And, and, and some of the times we're talking about some of the stuff in these Saturday morning podcasts, I'm thinking, I can't believe I'm, this is coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, look, it's all, it's all, it, it's yeah. not, a, it's not because it's not true. Yeah. It's because it just doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. So yeah. the, the yeah. whole reason and this Saturday morning podcast got born was yeah. to help people, like not you said, to, to be a voice of reason an yeah. and not to make an emotional decision. Yeah, and I think so, we're, we're, now, we're now at the other side of that where it seems to me like there's, there doesn't seem to be the same level of either panic or euphoria. There isn't the same emotional reaction to what's happening Um and so I think, yeah, like you say, it's a, it's a good place to wrap it up and go, okay, well, if, if you've been able to, which is hopefully if we've been able to help in any way, um, you know, keep people focused on the long-term and what is really happening behind the scenes and keep people focused on their long-term goals and needs, then that's really what we've tried to tried to do. So I think we've hopefully been successful, if there's, even if there's someone out there that we've helped to, to stay the course and they've been able to not react, not panic and not sell at this point in time, then it's probably been successful. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great point to, uh, to finish off, I think. And we'll still be releasing at least one podcast a week, a regular yeah. every Tuesday. Yep. And, um, and, and uh, also on a Friday, um, some of the time as well, or most of the yeah. time. Are we, yeah, we're on we're on two a week now. Are we? It's it's hard. I've, I've lost. We have, we have to talk to our producer, our, our producer and sound engineer Ali as to what the, what the schedule is. But that's we right, just yeah, record so, podcasts and we're told to. So let's just stick yeah. with that. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll say well minimum it'll be one per week on a Tuesday morning. So yeah, um, yeah to all our listeners, thanks for listening. We really enjoy we really enjoy podcasting, and um, and hopefully everyone that's listening is getting some benefit and enjoyment out of that as well. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the money over 50 podcast with lighthouse financial advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.